Hello, this is Julia and James from the American Chamber of Commerce in Taiwan with your brief for November. It's been a busy month for Taiwan news yet again, so let's get to it. U.S. lawmakers introduce Taiwan bills. China extends Taiwan trade probe. Taiwan hosts East Asia's largest Pride March. And Taiwan ranked fifth globally for wealth. These are some of the stories covered in this month's news brief from the American Chamber of Commerce in Taiwan. U.S. lawmakers introduce Taiwan bills. On October 19th, four American congressmen, two senators, and two members of the House of Representatives. Formally introduced legislation to address the issue of double taxation between the United States and Taiwan. The bill builds on the U.S.-Taiwan expedited Double Tax Relief Act, which was passed by the Senate Finance Committee in September. Two days later, Senators Marco Rubio and Jeff Merkley introduced the Taiwan Relations Reinforcements Act. If passed, the act would establish an interagency Taiwan policy task force. Elevate the status of the U.S. representative to Taiwan to a Senate-confirmed position, create a U.S.-Taiwan cultural exchange foundation, promote Taiwan's participation in international organizations, and devise strategies to protect American businesses from Chinese government coercion. U.S. governors push closer Taiwan ties. During a meeting with President Tsai Ing-wen, Governor of New Jersey Phil Murphy announced that his state will open an economic and trade office in Taiwan, its first in the Asia Pacific. Murphy said that the office will further cultural and economic ties and incentivize collaborations in the pharmaceutical, life sciences, technology, telecommunications, and green economy sectors. New Jersey-Taiwan bilateral trade was worth around four billion U.S. dollars in 2022. Or double the amount it was in 2019. Taiwan is New Jersey's 15th largest import partner and 19th largest export partner, according to the MOEA. A delegation from the state of Montana, led by Governor Greg Jamforte, arrived in Taiwan on October 29th for a six-day trip to promote education and trade cooperation. Jamforte was the ninth U.S. governor to visit Taiwan since August 2022. China extends Taiwan trade probe. China's Ministry of Commerce on October 9th announced that it is extending its investigation into what it calls Taiwan's trade barriers against Chinese goods for another three months. The investigation, announced in April and initially set to conclude in October, is now scheduled to continue until January 12th. The extended date coincides with the eve of Taiwan's January 13th presidential election. While Beijing has cited case complexity as the reasoning behind the extension, geopolitical analysts have raised concerns that the extension amounts to interference in Taiwan's elections. Responding to the announcement, Taiwan's Mainland Affairs Council called on Beijing to refrain from politicizing trade ties and encourage the resolution of issues through established WTO mechanisms. Taiwan currently applies import restrictions on more than 2,400 products from China. Volcanic energy power plant opens. Taiwan's first volcanic geothermal power plant began operations in October, harnessing the power of the Datun Volcanic Group north of Taipei. The plant, located in New Taipei City's Jinshan District, can produce enough energy to power 1,500 four-person households. 
The new Taipei city government said that the plant is a milestone in Taiwan's renewable energy efforts, adding that geothermal energy represents a stable and good baseload power source with the capacity to remain in constant operation. A second plant in the same area is scheduled to begin construction by the end of 2023. Taiwan hosts East Asia's largest Pride March. Over 176,000 participants paraded through Taipei in celebration of equality and diversity during the 2023 Taiwan LGBT Pride March on October 28. Organized by the Taiwan Rainbow Civil Association, the event aimed to embrace diverse gender identities. Among the groups in attendance were AmCham Taiwan, AIT, including director Sandra Outkirk, the ruling DPP, including presidential candidate Lai Ching-de, the youth wing of the opposition KMT, and members of the Taiwan People's Party. Launch of First Weather Satellite Taiwan's first weather satellite was launched from a site in French Guyana on October 9th. The 250-kilogram Triton satellite will track weather patterns over the Central Pacific, Indian, and Atlantic Oceans and provide input for prediction models for typhoons and other storms. The Taiwan Space Agency said 82% of the satellite's parts were developed and manufactured in Taiwan. Taiwan ranked fifth globally for wealth. According to the Alliance Global Wealth Report 2023, Taiwan ranked fifth globally and second in Asia for net financial assets per capita. Taiwan's total in that category increased by 3.1% last year, reaching 141,600 euros. The report placed the US in first place at just over a quarter of a million euros, followed by Switzerland, Denmark, Singapore and Taiwan. In Asia, Japan ranked 11th, South Korea 22nd, and China 34th. Among the top five, only Taiwan and Singapore experienced an increase in net assets last year, while the US, Denmark, and Switzerland all saw declines. T-Star Acquisition Nearing Completion the Fair Trade Commission has conditionally approved a merger between Taiwan Star Telecom and Taiwan Mobile. The merger should be completed by the end of this year, provided that the deal meets the conditions set by the FTC. Following Far East Tone's acquisition of Asia Pacific Telecom Company in July, the merger would leave Taiwan with only three telecom providers. The FTC said that to maintain competition in the market, Taiwan Mobile must protect the rights of subscribers and maintain service quality. The company must also accept the terms of current T-Star subscription contracts until at least December 31, 2025, and ensure that disadvantaged groups, the elderly, and those with disabilities would have access to preferential subscription plans for at least five years. Other subscribers should be offered preferential plans for at least a year. These were the major stories this month, brought to you by the American Chamber of Commerce in Taiwan. You can also listen to our executive suite interviews with leading personalities in the business world. This month, I spoke to Deborah Bell at Micron Technology on getting ahead as a woman in the semiconductor industry. And visit Topics Online to read more in-depth reporting from us. This podcast is made with help from Ghost Island Media. Happy Thanksgiving! Happy Thanksgiving!